0: Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Lily. And this is the podcast where we talk about everything and anything book-related.
1: This week's topic is Q&A. <laughs> that was like, short and simple. Short <laughs> <laughs> and simple. Yeah. And, yeah. I never know what to, like... I never know how to, like, wrap up our podcast episodes into just, like, two or three words because they're always just so chaotic. Like, we well, the thing we that's start always one thing, and then just like <laughs> go off track.
0: The thing that's always hilarious is we like never actually like discuss like a title beforehand. We're just like, oh, we're gonna talk about this, and then so when it comes mm-hmm. for like the person in the intro to say like concise it, it's usually like they've made that executive decision like. Two seconds before they said it out
1: last oh, so 100%. <laughs> if, if we film the intro after we cut with the episode titles, we'd be like, this week's topic is coming for the Darkling's weave and reasons <laughs> of feminism. Like, <laughs> little, uh, little, you might think that that's a joke, but that's just what last week's episode was. So if you haven't listened yet, go to last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. oh god. Okay, but today is very concise. It is <laughs> Q&A. We asked on our TikTok plural at Two Girls Through Read podcast. Um, we asked you guys to ask us questions. The last time we did one of these was in January, and I remember like we got asked like quite a few questions in January. But I think this is like we haven't honestly given like our followers enough time to see the video yet because I yeah, think, we like, this
0: is a very last minute
1: decision that we made like to like, yeah. do this
0: podcast episode.
1: So if you're listening to this video, like, why didn't they answer my question that I commented, like, over 24 hours after they posted the video or something. That's probably why. Uh, but, yeah, still feel free to ask us questions. I guess we'll comment answers or responses or whatever. But anyway, so I don't think there's as many questions by any means, but uh, we'll, we'll give it a go.
0: We, I mean, if there's anything we've learned about us is we can take one thing and we could talk about it for a full hour. So honestly, I think like even one question, there would be like one question and we could find <laughs> some way to make like a full podcast episode about it. I don't know how we do it, but I think it's, we could.
1: Yeah, we'll just roll with it. We'll, do, we'll deal with what we have. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So do you oh. want to read one first or? Yeah. Okay, so this question, uh, first question comes from Susie. Susie said she always has so many questions when she listens to the podcast, but her mind went blank, and so then she thought about it for a little while, and she commented <laughs> after. She was like, okay, so you have to spend the rest of your life on an island alone. You can bring three books. What books do you choose? Susie, you really came through for us, and we appreciate that. You okay, know, I it. have can a
0: question. I have a question about this question. Are we talking three book series or just like three individual books? So it's no, like if you're picking a series, you got to pick
1: okay. It, okay. Like if you if you want the Dark artifices, that's all you, That's your three. You know. Oh, I see. If it's a trilogy. I that's see. It. Yeah. Okay. So, like throw it, like all books over three, all all series over three books are, like out of the question unless you just want to bring like but you one can bring from one. series to like reminisce. Maybe I'd, honestly, Mm. maybe I'd take Queen of Shadows. Yeah, okay. the fourth book in the uh, Throne of Glass series, just because that was the best one, so you could be, like, reminisce, you know?
0: Okay, uh, yeah, speaking of the Throne of Glass, I think I would bring Kingdom of Ash, because it's so thick, I feel like I could read it so many times, Mm. (laughs) and it would take me so long to read. Um, Yeah, I think... I think I would bring Kingdom of Ash as my one from Throne of Glass, because I love that book. Like, Queen of Shadows and Kingdom of Ash were my favorite, but I'm going to bring Kingdom of Ash because it's thicker. Yeah. What would be your second book you'd bring?
1: My second book? Okay, I'm thinking about it. I think, honestly, if you're, because if you're alone on an island, you're going to feel very invisible, right? So. Uh. Mm-hmm.
0: cue of might, the segue
1: <laughs> <laughs> you might want to bring the invisible life of the <laughs> LaRue by B Schwab can we all wow. just like appreciate how my segues have developed as the podcast goes on mm-hmm.
0: we all <laughs> yeah. are appreciating that right now Olivia yeah wow
1: well, yeah so we, you might want to bring that because I feel like it's a book that uh one it's a standalone so you don't have to worry about like not because something about a series too i'm kind of going back i'm rethinking my decision for queen of shadows because i'm like if you're on the abandoned island for the rest of your life let's let's imagine like you're 80 you're gonna forget how the rest of uh throne of glass went right so Mm -hmm. if i have queen of shadows what happens when i finish queen of shadows and it ends on like a big cliffhanger and I don't remember what happened next. Like I'm just stuck forever with questions. That's gonna drive me insane. I feel like mm. as the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, it's a standalone. So it's all quiet. You know, it's it's meant to be one book, and so true. very true. And also, it's a not only that it's a book that I feel like you could reread a lot and pick up on new things. So that's good. And then two, the whole message of it is very like, you know, it it uh Addie Luru, um, the main character in obviously in the book. Uh she feels very invisible. So like I imagine you would feel the same too and you could relate on that sense that it could make you feel like seen, maybe. Mm. yeah. That's hmm. I see.
0: Interesting. Mm. Um my second book I'd probably bring would be <laughs> I'm going to bring the last book in this selection because that is okay. I've reread that book so many times and I still haven't got sick of it yet. And it just brings me so much serotonin. So mm-hmm. I think that it would keep me entertained. Like, I think I would need the serotonin. And, you know, if I've reread it this many times this far and still haven't got sick of it, I feel like I could reread it a few more, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, get my cute, fluffy romance uh, serotonin via that book.
1: Yeah. I think. Oh. Uh- Fair enough. Um, My third one, I'm thinking, like, logistically. It's a book that I haven't read yet, but it's so thick. I think, like, that's your safest bet. If it's, like, the only other book you can read for the rest of your life, like, the thicker the book, the better I feel. Mm. And so I'm going to do Priory of the Orange Tree because, (laughs) again, that's a standalone, but we said this in last episode, it's basically a trilogy just can yeah. like, piled into one book. Um, when you look at the size of it, like the cruel, all of three books of like The Cruel Prince like pretty much equals the same size. So um, yeah, I think that would be a good one. And also it's fantasy. So I, I imagine it's going to be very good at helping you kind of escape a little bit. And mm. yeah, yeah. And it, it's uh, very like, from what I've seen, it's a very complex world, so it's. I feel like the more complex the world, the, the uh, easier it is to kind of reread because you have more things to maybe pick up on. So, yeah, Priory of the Orange Tree will be my third one. Fun.
0: Okay, my third one is going to be Queen of Air and Darkness because, again, that one's <laughs> so thick <laughs> that I think that I could reread it lots of times. And while that one's not my favorite out of the Dark Artifices trilogy, the first one is. The first the storyline of the first one is something that I could see myself wanting to reread one more time. But then after that, I feel like I would get sick of this storyline. Yeah. Um But the storyline of the third one is very intricate and really cool, and I feel like I don't even actually understand the full scope of that storyline, even in the slightest. So mm. I feel like I could reread it a lot of times and pick up a lot of Right.
1: Cool <laughs> okay. That's why, actually, I'm taking back Queen of Shadows and I want to replace it. Okay, I'm, I'm struggling between Six of Crows or Red Queen. Here at my <laughs> Yeah. Because Six of Crows, I don't understand that plot at all. So I feel like I could just, like, reread that and also I'm, like, making myself smarter every time I read yeah. it, I feel. Because I'm like... I am understanding this plot which I feel like you have to like have a really high IQ to understand higher than average. And but then Red Queen, I'm thinking the ending to that book was so open-ended from a from like a writing perspective, I think it could be and more true. entertaining because you could finish it and then like come up with a plot that you think of like what would have happened. That's true. Red Queen and I'm like, oh, maybe that would be good for your sanity if you're on an island. So is I'm gonna true. go. I'm gonna go with Red Queen actually. Yeah. Interesting. She'll take out Queen of show, So Red Queen, Priory of the Orange Tree, and Invisible Life Addie LaRue. I think that's a solid three. I would say so. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, and okay.
1: Your, and then your three. My three yeah,
0: was Kingdom of Ash, Queen of Air and Darkness, and The One by Kierkegaard. I just picked last books in the series, I guess. You did? <laughs> I did. I mean, Not I even on it, purpose. I just feel
1: I like just this was always... Have...
0: Sorry, oh, go good. on.
1: Oh, oh. I was just going to say, I think it's your safer bet doing, like, the last book in the series, because I feel like you're more likely to remember what happened in previous books than, like, what happened in it happens future in books. future books? Yeah, yeah. Because
0: they'll usually bring up, like, what happened... Yeah, In exactly. previous books. And then... They'll try and joke your memory a bit. And also kind of like what you said with, like, the Red Queen, is that, like, um, you... Because I feel like... Um, how am I trying to phrase this? Um, series usually leave characters with pretty open-ended, like, endings sometimes. Like, even if you know, like, who ends up together and stuff. Usually they don't leave you with like all the details that you would like want as a reader. <laughs> you can like, cause you know you say it's open ended, and then you can like come up with your own. <laughs> like you yeah. can do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I think we have solid,
0: solid lists. Yeah,
1: I am ready exactly. to leave
0: for my desert island excursion. <laughs>
1: with my three books you and the one getting on the plane to go to like the Bermuda Triangle or something (laughs) Um, okay okay next question
0: I'm gonna say one this time because cute (laughs)
1: because Uh, there's only like three so we need to take turns
0: (laughs) anyway um no but somebody asked what's like the saddest quote from a book that you have
1: oh. read. Oh, we have more questions than I realized. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I retract my last statement. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the saddest quote I read.
0: hmm
1: It's a quote from um I can't say it because of spoilers, but it's a quote from the Clockwork Princess epilogue, and it just like makes me sob every single time. Um. That and... I'm going to get it. Hold on. I'll be back in, like...
0: She She's getting the exact quote up, everyone.
1: I'm getting my receipts. Because I think... I think I've honestly, like... You know those videos where it's, like, comment the saddest book quote? Yeah. I think <laughs> I've commented it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Um... Hold on, it's towards the end of my book. Let's see if you can guess what it is. Like, where it's from. Wait a damn minute. (gasps) What? What? Oh, we're going (laughs) to have to talk about this in a minute. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. He was on the ice once more and somewhere he could hear ah. the wolves howling. But this time he knew they were welcoming him home. Yeah, see I was gonna say that with Champus. It's so oh sad. I literally remember like reading I because you know when you're reading a book and you kind of flick ahead here and there to see how long, like, the chapters are? Oh, just no. You read I it remember. early. No, I didn't. I didn't read it early. I didn't read it early. But I just went, like, I just saw that it was, like, a one-page chapter. So for those of you who are on a uh, that's...
0: <laughs> it's generally <yeah>. not
1: good. <laughs> yeah. So you know where it's from Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo and it's just, like, such a sad chapter. Like the, It's not even the quote itself that's sad. It's, like, the build-up to it. I find that with most sad quotes. It's, like, actually yeah. not that sad itself. It's just, like, why is it being sad that's so sad? Yeah. So, yeah, there's <sighs> a bias. <laughs> what about you? And if you hit me with break my heart, break it a thousand <laughs> times, or, hey, I you used to break <laughs> i was not gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) i just didn't know what direction we were going with you saying the one earlier i was like it's on her mind like it's there (laughs) no um
0: okay for me most of like my sad quotes generally aren't dialogue there's something being Usually it's a character's, like, inner thoughts, but, like, saying mm. something, and I feel like those always hit harder than, like, necessarily like, quoted dialogue, if that makes sense. For sure, um, because
1: it's what's, like, happening, I thought. Yeah, and
0: it's what the characters are, like, thinking in their head, and I feel like when people say out loud versus what they think in their head, you're going to get so much more, like, raw emotions. Anyway, but I will say, and I can't say it here, but... Um, it's from the saddest quote i've ever written it's actually dialogue it's from the end of lord of shadows but i can't i can't say it um and it's but you guys will know what I'm talking about. It's a Julian quote, and it's on, like, the second-last page of Lord of Shadows. And I have tears in my eyes right now, so we need to talk about something else. Um, oh. That's probably one of the saddest pieces of dialogue that I've, like, ever read. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you've got uh, me thinking of something else that I that actually does bring tears to my eyes every time I read it. And it's like oh, a yeah? that Aylan does at the end of Empire of Storms.
0: Oh, I know that. I had a friend who read Empire of Storms and then looked at me and said that that speech inflicted no emotion in her, and I was like, "Get out,
1: leave." <laughs> Here's the thing: when I did it the first time, it didn't because I like, no, like, "No, it didn't." But when you re- when you reread her speech, like for those <laughs> yeah. who read like of Glass, okay, like Empire I was like, "You should know, like, what we're talking about." Hopefully, but it's just <laughs> like the end the alien just oh it's so it, it's quite heartbreaking like when you reread it because you know like the concept you know where you
0: know where it's gonna go in the future but yeah it's brutal exactly. like <sighs> yeah no I know I I sound quotes. like it takes like everyone like I will like look at book scenes and be like oh that made me like tear up a little but very rarely is there like an exact quote that sticks with me like very clearly like
1: in my head
0: yeah but like I can think of like sad scenes but like sad quotes the only one I can think of is that one that I already said and I like have that one memorized word for word oh I have another one (laughs) I always cry (laughs) every time I remember this you're my sister, is <laughs> finally? Oh my, my God. sister, my blood, my family. To be fair, I There's do cry tears of. Them. sadness, <laughs> though.
1: There's a tears of just, like, disgust and rage. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Felt like it needed to be brought up.
1: Oh, God. City of Glass. <laughs> a classic. There you go. <laughs> Modern-day classic, everyone. Mm-hmm. Were there no quotes?
0: Oh, sorry. Uh, Continue.
1: Oh, uh, I was just going to say, I know that there's going to be a quote in, like, The Raven King, the fourth book in The Raven Cycle series, that's going to break me because of something that I know is, like, going to happen in this book hmm. probably. Um, and I think if the author does a good job, which I think she's a really good author so far, so I'm like, it's quite scary re- reading The Raven King. Yeah. If, because it's just, like, you know that something's coming and you're like, I basically am, like agreeing to heartbreak right now I feel like reading this book anyone who has read The Raven Cycle hopefully can relate
0: yeah yeah what were you gonna say I was just gonna ask is there no like really sad quotes from The Invisible Life of Eddie the because I know I haven't read that one but you have and so I was just there
1: is like there are the hold on let me get my receipts again oh the receipts okay (laughs) It's so interesting because I moved my bookshelf, like, right in front of my bed for those who are unaware. Um, and so now, like, all my books are right in front of me instead of, like, across the room. So since they're at, like, such a close proximity, I'm just like, I'll just get the book. Like, we'll just have a look. Like, but mm-hmm. I think the last page, especially, of Invisible Life, Addie laure there has to be, like, a quote that maybe I could give you. <laughs> um
0: don't worry, guys, there won't be spoilers because I have not read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue* either, so... You're safe. Mm.
1: <laughs> um... I don't know. I guess that's just, like, it's not exactly a quote, but it's just, like, a quote in the last page. And the last page is quite sad. So it's, like, uh... She will break his heart, and he will come to hate her once again. Oh, God. Yeah. but really depressing. Yeah, it's a very depressing ending, but it's, like, also very cool. Interesting.
0: Mm. <sighs> um. Somebody else asked us another question that I think is really cool, because Olivia and I talk about this literally all the time, and it's how we, like, met and became friends. And I think that's very cool, because we
1: literally are constantly talking about
0: I know we... it has two
1: <laughs> likes I was like we say this every freaking episode I feel like like how we met but maybe it's more we just say that like in case you didn't know, Red Queen, we met through Red Queen and I think- That's
0: very vague, that makes no sense though. Yeah,
1: exactly, like I'm realising that maybe we just are making absolutely zero sense and we just like- And everyone's just like listening
0: to the podcast being like, okay, can you guys like get it together and like- Yeah,
1: can you like elaborate? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, um, so, do you want to start the story? It's a long one, so we could like go- you can go it. into this. because we always talk about the
0: fact that how bizarre it is that we actually did meet because we shouldn't have met we is something have that met. we always say. Like we always say that like the universe was like really like must have pushed us together as friends
1: because it's either the universe there's... had to pull a lot of strings for us to meet or like we were a glitch in the system. Yeah. So we're, we're
0: like depending on where this friendship goes, we'll figure out which one is which. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, mistake or fate, you find <laughs> out. Stay tuned. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast so you can see what
0: happens next. <laughs> Good God! Okay. Okay. Start the story. I want to hear I'll your POV. Swear. My POV. So basically. I feel like nobody would know this because I don't think we've ever said this on here. Even if you, like, follow us on our TikToks, I don't think anyone would know this part of the story. But basically, Olivia and I both have a... had uh, YouTube channels way back in the day. And... You still have
1: one, though.
0: Yeah, but I haven't posted on it in, like, oh, a million okay. years.
1: Ex-Youtubers. <laughs> Ex-Youtubers.
0: Now TikTokers and podcasters. <laughs> anyway... So, basically, we <laughs> we were put in, like, small YouTuber group chats because if you guys have never been a YouTuber, you probably don't know, but these things are, like, run rampant. There's, like, a million of them all the time. And, you know, we both knew this one, this one girl who added us both to her small YouTuber group chat. And then yeah. I followed Olivia on Instagram because it was all
1: like, oh, let's all follow each other. And it's cute, you know? But yeah, so I follow her on Instagram. I I want to quickly add in here for those confused. Basically, when you're a small YouTuber, what that means is that you have less than like 10,000 subscribers. And for me, it was like less than 1000 subscribers. And basically, small YouTubers are very kind of like, it's very hard to grow on YouTube these days. And so why they make group chats and just add a bunch of random people into them is they hope to get like follows for follows. And so it's, like, a growth thing. Yeah. But it's so silly looking back at it because you never, like, watched any of their content. You just, like, subscribed to them and then just, like, never did anything else. And that's what, like, we did. We followed each other. But, like, I don't think yeah, so I we was, followed like, each a other subscriber. on subscriber. Like, I didn't watch your videos avidly. Yeah. It was, it
0: was, so yeah. we followed each other on Instagram. And I remember looking at her channel a few times. I remember there was a video of yours that I watched. And I was, like, hmm. All right, and then like like, it was was actually shortly before we met, weirdly enough, which is even weirder to like this whole thing because I had gone this whole time, you know, not watching any of your videos, and then, and then quarantine happened and all that stuff, and then Olivia posted on her Instagram story, saying that she was starting like a quarantine book club, and I was like. The really weird thing about the story was, was I didn't have a book talk yet at the time or anything. Like, I was not back into reading at this time. Like, we were mm. two months into quarantine, and I had only read one book at this point, okay? And it was a part of, like, a series that I had already started, like, way back. So I was <laughs> not even into reading. So why – I don't even remember what my thought process was, where I was like, I have to join this group, you know? Mm. And so, But I did. I messaged her, and then so we – we're in the book club and you know, she we talked about it, we read All the Bright Places. That was like the first book we read as like a group, and then we decided that we wanted to read Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. Well, actually Olivia said so, and I was like, Yes, she is the leader oh, of this group. it
1: was a voluntary book club. Like, okay, what happened was and it, what we mean when we say like we shouldn't have been friends like already so many things went wrongly like, why did she agree to be like in the book club she had absolutely yeah, no, reason to. <laughs> no reason and then also to. I never re- I've to this day have not finished all the bright places I know I, could, I remember
0: I, this is funny yeah. I remember panicking over that I was like oh my god i me gonna kill me if I'm not done and I read like 150 pages oh in god. one day because I was like oh my god I swear <laughs> I need
1: to get this oh, book done. God. No, I didn't even finish it. I I remember feeling so awkward because I was like, I'm going to, like, give it away that I haven't read, like, mm-hmm. the plot twist ending probably because I was listening to the audio book, like, for free on Audible, and then my Audible trial ran <laughs> out before, like, I finished the book. And so <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go buy the book. like just... And so, yeah. And then um I we came down to, like, the next like round and I was like okay I think I, I looked up like on Google most pop, like, popular YA books like I didn't know anything I didn't know any recommendations or whatever like we weren't on book talk yet and so then literally the only reason why I said like oh do you want to read like Red Queen was because when you look up like YA books like that's one of the first ones that came up and then the selection came up And so, I actually remember, I was like, do you want to read, like, The Selection? And she was... And then Lily was like, I've actually already read (laughs) The (laughs) Selection. And and so, I had it in my head. I was like, oh, she's, like, a book nerd. I was like, she reads. I was like, "She's she's already reading, like, all of the YA books, probably. And so... Then you, But then you were, like, being really nice about it, and you're like, no, like, it's okay. Like, you can read the selection, and then I'll just, like, <laughs> yeah. wait until next week. And I was like, no, unacceptable. We must read <laughs> together. And so I just wonder how different our friendship, friendship would have been would be if, like, if we you read, read the, the selection. selection. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's such, like, a – yeah, I, it's just so crazy. So then we picked Red Queen. And can I just say, I think if you're going to, like, start a friendship over any book series, Red Queen is a pretty good one, because there's so many things to, like, debate about and, like, discuss. Well, what
0: ended up happening is how we ended up even getting to, like, the debate phase where we ended up, because, like, that is how we became friends, is we, like, debated over Red Queens, because we had, like, totally different opinions of the first book, right? Mm. And... So we started our like talking about Red Queen because we were talking in like a group, the group chat originally about it, like the like this like uh, book club was in, but then we. Olivia ended up messaging me privately and texted me She's like so I'm really wanting to buy the selection do you think I should buy the whole trilogy or just the first book so our first conversation was a private conversation was actually about the selection
1: was it Cute. oh I thought yeah. it was about something else I thought it was about no. live streams
0: no you first messaged me about that and then we talked about that for a while and then I started giving her my red queen updates because I knew she was a little bit ahead of me And I didn't want to text him in the group chat because I felt like I was annoying literally every single person. So I was like, I'll just bombard Olivia because she seems really invested in this book. So I don't think she'll get annoyed. (laughs) And so that's what I did. And then I, um, and then, so I started just messaging her like all my updates for Red Queen and then we just like slowly started talking more and more. And then by now I had started my book talk account and I would go live on it every single night and I invited Olivia to join my lives, which you ended up doing for, like, three months or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, because if we jumped to my POV, I was, like, super, like, sad and lonely, like, Corona was hitting here. Like, <clears throat> I was supposed to be, I did online school for a really long time. I had just gone from doing, like, online high school for, like, two years, <clears throat> and not, you know, not having many, like, online friends yet, and then, like... I went to normal school and then, like, COVID hit. And so then, like, all of the friends I had started to make, all that progress was kind of, like, out the window, it felt like. And so that, I feel yeah. that's partly why I started the um, book club. But then, like, all of a sudden, Lily was like, oh, my God, do you want to join these lives? And a lot of people, like, frequently joined these lives. And so it was actually, like, a full-on social event every day. Like, I, I don't remember it was, like, every day at, like, 10 p.m. for Lily, like, 2 p.m. for me, like, I would go on her TikTok live and just, like, talk, um, and she would just, you would always just be doing, like, the most random shit, you'd just be, like, studying or, like, reading, it was so weird. (laughs) Yeah, and we'd all just
0: go, like, chat, and it was always, like, a whole thing, but... Mm It was always so much fun, and then, so Olivia did that for a while, and I kind of got to a point where it's, like, I enjoyed doing the lives, but the person I liked most who, like, regularly joined the lives was Olivia, because I feel like we had the most in common, and Me doing the Debbie Ryan right now. And so, and also we had talked over Instagram, like I said before, and so at a certain point, I wasn't really interested in doing the lives anymore, but I was like, if I do these, I just cut off all contact with Olivia if I don't do these (laughs) lives.
1: So Why I just can that though. Like you couldn't just ask for my phone number. You were just like,
0: <laughs> Well, really it was really nervous. weird. I'm I like, how do I... lives?
1: I have to no longer speak with Olivia.
0: Well, it was. I, it was really awkward. I didn't want to just be like, "What's your number?" Because you'd be like, "What?" And be like, "What?" You That's know, true. Like, it was such like, a
1: weird thing because I don't think I any know. of us have ever had like international well you have but I, I have had, like, an internet friend before so I didn't know like the etiquette for like because you yeah grow up and people like don't give out like your name don't give out like your phone number like don't give out like your address and all of a sudden I'm like becoming friends with this girl from Canada and I'm like is it like bad if I give her my phone number like what if she ends up being some creepy stalker girl like I, I know say? and so
0: Basically, then eventually, Olivia comes onto my lab, Sunday, and she's like, hey, everyone, really exciting news. I'm starting a podcast. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And then, <laughs> like, it's going to be a reading podcast. For those of you who didn't know, it was, like, Olivia who came up with the whole thing to start this, right? Mm-hmm. And so, basically, then she's like, yeah, so I'm doing a podcast about reading, and I was like, "That's that's cool." And then you kind of just like kept bringing it up, and I was like, "Oh, doing that would be you're so like, fun!" Oh I my god, like- go from Australia. You're <laughs> so about your fucking podcast. We're on my live stream right now. Like, <laughs> and then I was just like, "Oh, you know, I feel like it would just be so much fun to like, you know, like I've never I've never done a podcast before, like anything of the sort." So I remember, I mean, like Olivia, can I like maybe be a guest star on your podcast one day? And you're like, Lily. I still remember it you're like Lily you can co-host the podcast and I remember where I was sitting I was sitting in my old living room upstairs (laughs) and I remember I was like oh my god really cute and then we just had to plan the podcast for the rest of the live honestly poor the other people on this live honest to god and then we ended up just like exchanging numbers and we're like okay so we're gonna do a phone call like test run to like see how we'll record right and I remember being so, you're, like, for five minutes, for five minutes, and I was, like, okay, like, and I, I was, like, so nervous, I was, like, oh,
1: my God, oh, my God, oh, my
0: God, but if she I hates me.
1: Oh, my God, no, I remember the, the the whole reason why I was, like, we'll just do it for five minutes was because I wanted, like, and it, because I was nervous, too, and I was, like, if it gets really awkward, we'll only have, like, a five-minute agreement you know it would have been really awkward if I was like we'll have to talk for like 30 minutes and then if we didn't like each other like we'd have to we'd be like well it's been five minutes and I really just want to get off this phone call now so yeah it was like the safest bet I was nervous too though
0: (laughs) yeah but then we ended up talking for like 45 minutes (laughs) the phone and just like talking about doing this trial and then just like about the most random things and then that's when our friendship was born. Now we talk on the phone every night for three hours, and I'm planning on moving to Australia for a year to study abroad. Just for,
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> since you I, I always, really evolved. I always forget how much like the podcast had to do with like our like, I know. friendship evolving because I always I don't know why, but I always had in the back of my head that like the podcast was just like a thing on the side, and while we were friends, because that's what it is. But no, now. it's it's the, the reason, reason we started we talking. Exactly, like, it gave us, like, that commitment to, like, we had to talk to each other for at least, like, one hour or a week, you know, like, while we filmed the podcast episode, and then we just realised that we, like, really, like, talking to each other, and so we're like, oh my god, you want to, like, FaceTime, I wrote, like, the first time we FaceTimed, you know, all that, um, we literally came up with, like, the podcast name, everybody, like, on over a, text. one of, no, we came up, don't you remember, we came up with it over, like, one of your live streams, I was like, everyone, uh, <laughs> can you give us podcast names? Like, we asked people to give us podcast names. And then, like, I typed out, I was like, haha, like, two girls who read a podcast. And then everyone else on the live was like, wait, I actually kind of like that. And so then that's how the name was born. Um, but yeah, and something so-
0: else that I think is, like, also really funny is, like, the first time we FaceTimed outside of talking for the podcast I remember this would have been, like, around the time that the podcast, like, I think we would have already recorded, like, our first episode, but it wasn't out yet, because we recorded no. our first episode, like, quite a bit before, you know, we uploaded it, you know, because we were like, oh, my God, this needs to be done, like, two weeks in advance, everyone. <laughs> like, I don't know why we thought that, Um but we did, and... um and then it was like after that, it was probably about like a week after we recorded our first episode. We hadn't really talked against it like over text only, right? And I remember I like I was house sitting and for someone in my neighborhood and it was the summer and I remember I was also babysitting at someone else's house that night. And I remember it was like a thunderstorm and I got back from babysitting at like one in the morning and then I came back to the people I was house sitting's house. And it was one a.m. and I was like, "I'm gonna finish Empire of Storms." So I finished Empire of Storms, and um, and then anyone who's read that knows how traumatic. Like it was. we said
1: earlier, the the ending, <laughs> the ending is we traumatic. We said it was like one of the saddest things that we've ever read. So you know, I think you can imagine yeah. like reading it for the first time at one a.m. in a thunderstorm, like house that isn't alone even yours would be like alone. Yeah. It's, and so then
0: I remember going on, like, a TikTok live because I just wasn't tired. Like, I was just, like, wide awake after that whole fiasco. And then Olivia joined, and she's like, what are you doing awake? And I was like, I don't know. And then she's like, do you want to just FaceTime? And I was like, oh, my God, sure. <laughs> and then we ended up FaceTiming that night until, like, 6 in the morning for me.
1: And That's, it was uh, it was yeah. so
0: bad. It was actually, I don't know if I've ever, like, told you this part of the story before.
1: Oh. But
0: then eventually Olivia, like, went to bed. So then I went to bed, too. And it was, like, past 6 a.m. And the people whose house I was, they were coming home the next day. But I slept in until 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> because oh. because we, I had stayed up so past 6 a.m., you know? Mm-hmm. And then I woke up at 2 p.m. with a text of the people being like, we'll be back in 15 minutes. And I was like, I am going to get out of this no, house. No, you not. You've never told not. And, like, and I just like ran out of the house. Because like, imagine if I got back and I was still like asleep. And it was like 2.30 in the afternoon.
1: Is, okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Like, you've never told me that. What the hell? Okay.
0: So that was the consequence. That was the almost consequence of our friendship
1: god um, <laughs> if, even though like it didn't happen I still feel like really awkward as if it did I'm like you <laughs> know, imagine them being like oh hey like can you get out like <laughs> well
0: because I didn't even know these people like literally like the first time I met them because this this lady was like friends with somebody who I had like babysat for before oh. and she was like yeah we normally have like a different house sitter." But, like, she can't come, so, like, can you come? So, I had never met these people before, like, coming to their house. And they had, like, early teenage daughters that were, like, 13. And I was like, I know these 13-year-olds would have judged the hell out of me if I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, it wasn't just, like, little kids either. So, like, I had no idea who these... Like, I had met these people once in my life, and it just would have been a disaster. So, that's a long story of how Olivia and I became friends.
1: Yeah. <laughs> thumbs up oh gosh it's literally we've only answered two questions and it's been like 50 minutes.
0: hey hey we've answered three questions <laughs> give uh, us some three. credit
1: yeah sorry
0: I just sad. feel like all these questions are so long winded like I feel like we need you know like I feel like we, we can't just answer things. the story we can't just say how did we meet in like like <laughs> five Minutes. we gotta give no. it the respect it deserves well i feel like after this point where it's almost been a year of this podcast and we've just been saying oh yeah through red queen for a whole year i feel like we needed to give them the actual story <laughs>
1: yeah no have fun i feel fun. like i feel like it was the actually this deserved. podcast how we met
0: cute cute
1: <laughs> cute okay well that leaves us with some questions that, wow, someone really went all out with. (laughs) Someone really went all out with the questions. We have one, two, three, four, five, six questions from a a TikTok account, og.steel. What a weird name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, okay, would we like to answer some of these questions? Go ahead. Yeah. So, you can only recommend three books on your page for the rest of your TikTok. Which books are these and why? So, it's like, these are the books that you will be, like, known for inevitably too. Mm. Like, you know, choose wisely. Okay. Like, if, you, if you pick, like, you can only recommend, like, City of Bones, City of Glass, mm. or City of Ashes, you're going to develop quite the reputation, you know <laughs> what I mean?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to pick those ones. (laughs) Um, Wow, that's shocking. I think I would pick... I'd pick The Naturals. I would love to be known for that series because it's cool and I feel like... You know that audio that... I feel like... Never mind, I'm not going to get I feel like that's too niche of a joke. I'll tell you later. I feel like everyone (laughs) else who's listening will be like, I do not understand their humor. That's probably a valid opinion. Anyway me and Olivia's humor just consists of us being like, it's like that TikTok audio. (laughs) That's it. So I'm not gonna. Anyway. Um, (laughs) So the naturals. And then, hmm. Um. Hmm. That's another one. It's so hard because I don't want to pick like a popular one because like yeah, exactly that's already Cause... being recommended that's already getting the hype that it needs you know
1: exactly like oh i would mean, recommend do an already popular one if you
0: yeah i I would recommend what we saw i've been i've mm. talked about the book a few times i really love it and i think everyone should read it at least once in their lives especially when they're in high school but check the trigger warnings because there is a lot um and then I feel like I'm going to say Lady Midnight, too, because no one reads that one of Cassandra Clare's, and it's a crime. So, there yeah. we go. Boom. No, those are Three. good.
1: Very nice. Um, I would recommend The Raven Boys, because I feel like if you recommend the first book in a series, like, inevitably... It'll then you're in good. There. Like, The Nest. Yeah. The the rest, not The Nest. Um, <laughs> the Raven Boys. Hmm. I do know, like, I do feel almost like I want to say Red Queen just because that's the series that got, like, me into reading a little bit. And I yeah. think, like, it did a lot for me, so I'm, like, yeah. And so I'll do Red Queen and then I'm trying to think of, like, a standalone, like, hmm. I'm having a blank on, like... What books i've read this year that i like enjoyed a lot. <laughs> i don't know i want to i can't i don't think i've read it yet but like the third book i would want would be one with ideally i want i would probably want one to, that had like a good message behind it like you're like what we saw has a great message <laughs> behind it like i don't want to just be out here being like Oh my God, Red Queen, The Raven Boys, and oh my God, like Crescent City, just like so great, you know. Ew. <laughs> yeah, the off-campus series, like just morals all the way.
0: <laughs> just morals.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, maybe, oh, maybe Daughter of the Pirate King. I like that. That's I guess. a good
0: one. You, yeah, you, you, Olivia. I was your friend when you read that. You certainly did like
1: it. <laughs> I I think these, because if we're trying to recommend books, I feel like my goal, like, these are all great books to recommend to people who haven't, like, gotten into reading it. Like, Daughter of the Pirate King, super fast-paced, super yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. And Red Queen, like, is a great, like, thing to get you Starter. into, like, reading. But then, like, The Raven Cycle, I think, is a great series if, like, you're already into reading, like, you can read that. Because I think it is a little bit, like, complex fantasy-wise. And if you haven't read a lot of other fantasy books, I think you could get, like, mm. confused really easily. So, a bit of variety, you know. I'll, I'll be known for those books. I think they're a bop. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, how... Okay, this one I'm interested in your opinion on, uh, because... I saw a TikTok today and a book talker with about like 30k was like on the news, her local news. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> talking about book talk. And I just think like this is an interesting question of how do you feel that TikTok is becoming a mainstream media? Do you think it's improving or making the, com- the community uh, better or worse? So, I
0: feel like I was on TikTok, like, when BookTok was new. Like, there was only like, five BookTokers when I, like, joined, you know? Mm. And so, I feel like I could genuinely say it's made it so much worse, weirdly enough. And I don't, I don't want to say, like, because I feel like everyone gets this... I feel like Book Talk, the whole idea of it is it's one big giant inside joke. That's what it is. Mm. And there's so many things about it that make zero sense to the outside world. And like, there still is. There's a million things that don't make sense to the outside world on Book Talk. Like, fucking look right now at this blue alien book. Like, imagine if a normal person saw that. It's- Horrifying. Horrifying. I mean, I'm still pretty horrified. Yeah, so am I. So just imagine, barbarians! Oh my god. (laughs) So just imagine if you had no idea about this app, and that's the first thing you see. It's just terrifying. And so I feel like the people who are interviewing these people on the news, and you know, good for this person, like zero hate to this person that got interviewed. Like that's a flex. Like good for you. Like zero hate. Like I don't. I want to make that clear. Like I, like I actually really like this girl. The one who got interviewed. I've seen her videos a lot before. But anyway, um, but I just feel like these people don't understand what the like how book talk runs. And then they're like seeing it from an outsider's lens. And I it, feel like it's taking away a lot of our credibility a little bit. Like, yeah, when you get, yeah. these people aren't understanding, like,
1: but they're on it think, anyway. I think, I don't think, like, because I agree, I think. It's great for these people who get on the news. I think that's awesome. If you have like opportunities from this, take it because I mean, like, oh, for sure. Like Lily, like Lily's seen this since the beginning. I feel like I can say that I've been here fairly since like the beginning. You know, like we we started this podcast before like the hashtag book talk had over like. 100 million views, let alone now it has like over 10.7 billion views, the hashtag BookTok, you know mm-hmm. and so I feel like we can say that we've kind of seen both sides of the same coin where it's like it, when it was this little secret and now it's becoming kind of this big thing. I think it's cool if you can take these opportunities because, I mean, you're no, you're no different to any other person who got on the app maybe a year ago and oh, say for the, sure. hey, I'm going to make some memes about like fairy porn and you just like happen to take off think good mm-hmm. for you but in saying that I don't. I just don't feel that like it is professional. Like it's book talk is fun because it's not professional. Like book, book. And I feel like so many people now are making it
0: professional, and I'm like, it's just. I'm sorry. Like I get. I'm so glad you're getting all these professional opportunities from this, but I feel like it's making the content less enjoyable. That it's all like you can tell they're reading from a script that was like sent to them from totally, like a company totally, and you're yeah. just
1: like mm, I don't know like I just and, yeah and before people come at us and say like it's not scripted like trust me I have just like because another thing too I feel like it does make it a little bit more competitive too because I for example Casey McQuiston's new book One Last Stop came out like iconic author same author as Red White and Royal Blue, yeah and I was gonna buy this book anyways but then I saw all these book talkers who had like <laughs> you know, numbers isn't, a, I, I literally don't care, but, like, they had less followers and, like, less likes and views than me, and they're getting free copies of, like, this new case Casey McQuiston book because the publishing company is sending it to these book talkers to, like, talk about, and so, like, I reached out to, like, McMillan Publishing because I was, like, I mean, if, I, I wouldn't mind getting a free book, like, let's see what, you know, like, Everyone, mm. else, uh, everyone else kind of seems to be getting, like, this opportunity. I think it would be cool if I could get it too. And I reached out and they said, yeah, of course, we'll send it on. And then underneath it, like, it's a script. Like, it, it's they don't tell you exactly what to say, but it's, like, if you can do this. And, like, I've I've had, like, other books sent to me too. And they're, like, make sure when you post about it, like, use these hashtags and stuff. And so, yeah. It makes it kind of, like, less enjoyable. To, it's less enjoyable to watch a video that's, like, hey, so I just read this book. Hashtag, like, the dark artifices. Hashtag Cassandra Clare. Like, and over, like, oh, my God, this book. Guys, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I genuinely love this book, like, so much. Like, please go read it. Like, there's a difference there, you know? And yeah, so, so I feel like
0: sometimes hmm. it's really hard because... Obviously, it's great opportunities, and I'm not sitting here telling any book talkers like, don't take this opportunity. But it also, I feel like, sometimes makes the app a little bit different from a viewer's point of view, right?
1: For sure. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, do, okay. Where do you think talk will be in five years from now? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, I... I think conventions. I think BookTok's going to, like... I don't think BookTok's slowing yeah. down anytime soon. I think Yeah, I think could...
0: conventions, and I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be very interesting, because it's... I'm really interested to see who the big creators are, if it's going to be kind of the same people or completely different people.
1: That's what I was thinking. And also, like, who's going to be the authors in five years? That, like... Who's... Yeah. Because, like, who... if who's going to be the next, like, Sarah J Mass? you know, like, it's still Sarah J Mass. It's, it's still the same,
0: <laughs> and we're all just done,
1: <laughs> like, if, if it's still Sarah, well, honestly, it probably would be, because if the show's a success, then she would still be, like, really big, but, like, I'm, good. Um, I'm like, but I'm just thinking, like, how, what brand, you know, what kind of brand deals are with What's, like, the most followed person on BookTok? Like, how many followers do they have? Yeah. Because, like, how big is it, you know? How many more um, TV shows have been made because of book gained popularity?
0: Yeah, I think,
1: it'll, I think it'll still be
0: popular for sure at that time.
1: For sure. Like, I think like unless something drastic happens, like, it's pretty... There's always going to be another book to talk about. I think it's just, like, sure. what books... And what demographic?
0: You know, it's weird. What? If by that point, like the Shadowhunter Chronicles would be over.
1: Exactly. So, like, that would be religion. Really so that's why I'm, like, <laughs> who's the next wave? Like, it because there will yeah. be a new wave of authors. Because like, an Acatar will be finished probably. Like. For the love of God, I hope so. I hope so. Coming down again is like, I've signed another three book deal. I oh. know. From Blood and Ash will probably be finished. Like 17, from Blood and
0: Ash will be 17 books long and still trudging on. <laughs> oh my God. More Castile and Poppy. <laughs> what books?
1: Oh God. But like. Oh, coming. Okay. Let's make a prediction. Who do we think like are gonna be like book talks authors five years from now? I think Victoria Aveyard's gonna be the front runner with Realm Breaker. Honestly, I think
0: Victoria Aveyard. I think. We got go,
1: but I don't know. Well, depends. Up, like, yeah, I Frisha know, Burst.
0: but I think even just the show is gonna keep those books popular because they're looking at five seasons. So
1: True. do the math.
0: I, I think.
1: Better... Yeah, you go.
0: I think um I think Sabata here is gonna be really big still because she's writing like a she's coming out with a new book soon. And so she's mm-hmm. like still writing like quite a bit. And so I think she's still gonna be pretty big. Because I if think you think about it an Ember in the Ashes didn't finish up that long ago.
1: For sure. And she's coming out with like a new series too, so I think it yeah. will depend if like her new series like the quality matches, which I'm sure it will. Also, yeah. um, weirdly, I think, like, the author of These Violent Delights, Chloe Gong, I think she's going to yeah. be, like, sweetheart, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, I think BookTok really likes her, because she's, like, super young and, uh, like, makes, like, BookTok videos herself, and so like, people want to see her succeed. I wonder if, like, you know how we're saying, like, the Shadowhunter Chronicles will be finished, like, in five years, but then we're yeah. also saying that, like, the TV show of Shadow and Bone is going to keep Lee Bardugo, like, really relevant. I wonder if they get, like, a, if they make, like, a good Shadowhunter Chronicles show, like, if that's mm. going to, like... Like, what if Shadowhunters, like, does become, well... like, the next, like...
0: Big the thing, thing is, <laughs> the the Devices has been out for this point for, like, 10, 11 years, and it's still super big. So I don't think stuff like that's going away anytime soon. Like, The Mortal Instruments came out in 2007, and we all still talk about it. So I feel mm. like stuff like that's not going away out in talk anytime soon. I feel like that's just going to be a classic,
1: you know? Yeah, for sure. I think it's more just, like, when it comes to, like, hype, though, I find, like you you get hyped for things that are like coming out. So I'm like if there's yeah. a show coming out, I wonder if like there'll still be that's like true. excitement around that of like, oh my god, this like season three of the Infernal Devices show is like coming out, you know, like if that's gonna be a thing or not. Oh um, I don't
0: know. I think that'd yeah. be really
1: interesting. I, I still can't believe, like, I, I still have trouble believing that Cassandra Clare's actually, like, finishing Shadowhunters. I don't know why. Uh, I just well, don't I- get the
0: vibe that it's going to be one of those, like, surprise bitch things where she's going to exactly. finish the Wicked Powers. She's going to finish the Wicked Powers, or we're all going to be like, oh. <laughs> Sandra, I'm going to miss you. She's gonna be like introducing my newest Shadowhunter series set in the 1950s. And we're all going to be like, but I thought you said you were dead. She's like, I never said I was done. And we're like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were missing. Uh, for me, I think it's more a thing of like, I think she'll like finish it, but then maybe like seven years will go by. And she's like. Okay, my Magisterium series isn't working out. <laughs> I think we to be back to Shadowhunters. Oh my god, guys. The Swordcatcher series didn't do as
0: well as my Shadowhunters series. <laughs> 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 guys, sign me another Shadowhunters contract. But didn't you, like, wrap up all the characters? Through, we're reopening them up.
1: Someone's just died. You know, let's start that over. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you know how she would start a new Shadowhunter Chronicles book, in my opinion? <laughs> if she, she would, it would be Jace's funeral. She would never kill Jace. <laughs> she would never kill Jace, but that would be a sick <laughs> way to start, wouldn't it? Be like we are gathered here today, and it like follows the story of like Jace, Jace's death. Like I feel like that would be. I mean, I the, wouldn't it, be a post. would be opposed. Exactly, because everyone would be a part of it. Like the people who loved the mortal instruments would want to read it because they're like, "No, my Jace too." And then <laughs> the people who didn't like Jace were like, "Oh, this is great! Finally, Jace is dead!" Like, and you know, it would be such a big thing. Um, hmm. and it would be it would very much be symbolic of like the end of an era because jace like as much as jace is a questionable character he is we do owe the shadow hunters success to him because it was like people were reading that mortal instruments series for jace and clary like the books hmm. we watched the show for magnus and alec and izzy and simon but you read people read the books for- for Clary and Jace, okay, we see noticed. that's
0: questionable because I read the books and had zero interest in them as a couple, so I don't think that's true. Yeah, but you watched the show before you read the books too. I watched like no, no, I actually didn't watch the show before I read the books.
1: Oh, I did the, not watch just the
0: Malik wedding scene. Just that, yeah, that's all. But I was actively reading the books when I watched that. To be fair,
1: mm, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. No, okay. Um, wow, what a bomb! I love how
0: sidetracked we get. <laughs> we're like, we <we're, laughs> like, what do you think BookTok's gonna be in five years? And then we're
1: like, so how can Sandra Claire start her new Shadowhunter series that she said she's not writing? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, I, to... I think it's so great though because at this point, I feel like people don't even listen to the podcast for our topics; they just listen to it for the for the sidetracking. You know, I mean, if like... you're
0: still here at this point, clearly you're entertained by us, and I. Can't fathom why, but I mean thank you for being entertained by us. Um, that's I mean... so wholesome if you're still
1: here because you were entertained hearing how Lily and I met, and I think that's so wholesome. Oh my
0: god, that's so cute.
1: Aw. Cute. Cute. <sighs> um
0: but I think that's all the questions that we should um answer. Um because yeah. we're running out of time.
1: We're running out of time, yeah. Um if you have any other questions for us though, feel free to ask them. Uh, at us by like tweeting at us, maybe at two girls who read, or you can like comment on one of our TikToks at two girls who read podcast. And um, yeah, we post every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We will see you all next week. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.